You're listening to the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids Weekly Leader Training. Hello and welcome to the Gospel Project for Kids Weekly Leader Training Podcast. I'm Delany Williams and joined today by Suzanne Burnett and Sarah McLean. Hello, ladies. Hey. Hello. Hey, I hope you are having a great morning. As we talk about today's session, we are going to discuss Unit 9, Session 5, which is Eli's sons disobeyed God. And we're going to continue to be in the Old Testament book of 1 Samuel, chapters 4 through 6. So we think about the big idea of this session. Suzanne, if you'll go ahead and share that with our listeners. So over the past few weeks, we've seen how God has provided for his people. God provided a redeemer for Ruth, and that reminded us that God provided his son Jesus as the redeemer for anyone who trusts in him for salvation from sin. And last week, we saw how God provided for Hannah and gave her a son, Samuel. And today, we're going to talk about how the Ark of God reminded the Israelites that God was with them and he would continue to provide for them. Great. Thank you very much, Suzanne. And you know, as you talked about, we're going to see how God reminded the Israelites that he was with them and would provide for them. We're going to highlight some activities in our resources that will help our teachers as you prepare to teach your lesson during the session. So let's look at our babies and toddlers leader guide first. Our toddlers this week are going to be doing an activity called Find the Ark. As you read through this activity and you're preparing, just want to give a tip that if you're looking for a box for this activity, consider wrapping a box in yellow paper. That may be something that uh, may be simpler for you to be able to carry out this activity. Then also looking at our preschool worship there is an activity called Draw a Family Picture. And so just want to remind our leaders to be very sensitive to family situations. We know sometimes activities that involve families may cause children to bring up some feelings. So we want to make sure to be very sensitive to that as you're listening and talking with the children in this activity. And so you want to make sure not to ask intrusive questions, but also allow them to talk and tell you about their family if they wish as they draw their family picture. And make sure to also tie this back to the story and that say portion in your leader guide will be very helpful to do that. And so, Suzanne, if you'll go ahead and share about our Older Preschool Leader Guide. In our Older Preschool Leader Guide this week, we have an activity called Make a Reminder of God's Presence. And so in this activity, the children can choose whether they want to make a bracelet or a necklace. And so you'll provide beads. And one thing that Leader Guide says is to provide letter beads for the letters of God's name, G-O-D, But um, if you don't want to take the time or don't have the time to pick out all those little letters, you can cut out some two to three inch size circles out of cardstock and you can punch a hole in the top of those and you can write the letter on there or pre-print those and that'll save you a little bit of time. Even your older preschoolers, they could use a marker or a crayon to write those letters on there. So that's just an idea in place of those beads. Thank you, Suzanne. So Sarah, if you'll go ahead and share about our kids' activities. Sure. So for the Younger Kids Leader Guide, there's an activity called Build an Ark of God. And this activity in the Leader Guide, it's suggesting using graham crackers and icing, some different food items to kind of build 
the Ark of God. However, if you're like me and you can barely put together a gingerbread house <laughs> during Christmas time and decorating, it might also be more difficult for kids to use these items as well. So you could substitute graham crackers and the icing and other food items with craft sticks, cardstock, and glue. It may prove to be a little bit easier to use non-food related items for this activity. It also might be a little less messy too, and kids might be less tempted to to eat <laughs> the Ark of God. And probably the leaders too. You know, Sarah, if we're being completely right, honest, yeah. the leaders may want that little extra snack as well. That's true. That's true. For kids' worship, there is a group activity called the Wrong Thing, and if the weather's nice, this might be a great game to play outside. So just take that up for consideration. And then for midweek, there is a group game called Upside Down, Right Side Up. And for this game, you just want to make sure that you spread the cups out far enough apart so that you don't have kids bumping heads as they reach down for the same cup. So just keep that in mind. We know that sometimes in games like this, kids can get a little aggressive and a little competitive. And so we want to make sure that we spread those cups out far enough so we're not having kids running into each other. It's great. Thank you for those great tips as well. Now we want to move to the part of our podcast where we talk about what excites us about this particular session. So Sarah, if you'll go ahead and lead us off and share with our listeners what stands out to you. Yeah, you know, this session, we really emphasize the consequences of sin and how God is serious about sin. We see this particularly um, with the whole nation of Israel, but I think more specifically with Eli's sons and how they kind of treated the Ark of God like a magic genie hoping that God will just grant the request or that if they just use it and however they wanted to use the Ark of God, then things will just go their way. And, you know, sometimes I think if we're honest, we can do this as well. You know, we can kind of treat God like he's our own magic genie, like he's just there to answer our prayers and and do whatever we wish. But instead, I hope that kids really see like that's not what God is about. God is about a relationship with us, that God loves us and that the Ark of God was representing his presence because he wanted to be with his people. And so I hope kids will see that and, and realize that, you know, God isn't just there to do our every wish and whim, but he is our great and awesome and powerful God. Yes, he can do whatever he wants, but also he's there because he desires to be with his people and live with us. And I hope that they see that the greatest gift is not what he gives us, but that God himself is our best gift and that he gave us the greatest gift in Jesus Christ, our Savior. And I hope through this session that kids remember that they have direct access to God, that they can talk to him anytime because Eli's sons, they forgot that they could talk to God. And when they lost the battle to the Philistines, they were trying to figure out how to fix that situation and how they could defeat them. Instead of going to God themselves and asking him for help, they tried to fix it on their own. And because of that, like you said, Sarah, they viewed the Ark of the Covenant as a magic genie. But what I love about this is that God still showed himself powerful and he showed himself as the one true God to the Philistines. And he continued to pursue a relationship with his people. And even in our sin, God still chooses to pursue us in a relationship with us. Those are both great points. And that's why I'm thinking, okay, what else can I add to what y'all are saying? Because it's so true about the presence of God and, and how much he loves us. And as you both said, like he provides for us. He, he sent his son, the greatest gift of all. And so really hope that boys and girls learn that. they And not just learning, but they're understanding it. And they take that truth away with them this week. 
And so, listeners, we want to thank you for listening to today's episode of the podcast. We hope you have found it helpful as you prepare to teach the Gospel Project for Kids in Preschool. Thanks for listening to this week's leader training for the Gospel Project for Preschool and Kids. For more resources to help you focus your ministry on the gospel, please visit gospelproject.com.